Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Father. Well, thank you for joining me today. Sorry I'm a little late. <clears throat> I was taking care of a few things this morning. I want to bless you and thank you again for joining me on Encountering God Ministries. Um, just go to our website, EncounteringGodMinistries.org. And uh, you can go to our website um, there. You can go to my Facebook page, Encountering God Ministries. Um, and, uh, and you can go there. I uh, want to remind you of a book that we have for sale. It's called uh, SOS, A 50-Day Journey into the Heart of God. It's a devotional for 50 days, uh, basically taking you through the Song of Songs in the Passion Translation. You can get it on Amazon.com. You can get it on BarnesandNoble.com. You can also get it uh, through me. I have, I have eight left. Uh, Song of Songs, and so it's uh, uh, go to Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com and, uh, and we can get that for you. Okay, Song of Songs, 50 Day Journey into the Heart of God. That's my name. You can go search that that with the 50 Day Journey into the Heart of God. And basically, it's it's an interactive book. And and um, so, for example, you'll get you'll get a devotional here, and then you can write down some notes, kind of journal your way through and we kind of give you something to meditate on it's geared for 10 to 15 minutes a day um, nothing more than that so um for for people with busy schedules although uh, there's only a few people anymore that are busy i'm glad they're opening up uh, the united states i still have um you know i still have some of the ways things that i think uh, i'm not going to share them on this platform um you know because that's not my ministry that's not my goal that's not what I'm called to. Anyway, let's go back to pick up kind of where we left off the last time. Song of Songs, chapter 3. And, um, and, and, and this is after uh, she tells him to go away and, and I'll come after you later. I'll, I'll, I will follow you later. Um, and then she says this in verse 1. Night after night, I'm tossing and turning on my bed of travail. Why did, he le- why did I let him go from me? How my heart aches for him. But he's nowhere to be found. I must, so I must rise to search for him, looking throughout the city, seeking until I find him. Wow. Even if I have to roam through every street, nothing will keep me from my search. Where is he? My soul's true love. He is nowhere to be found. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, when I read that, um, he, uh, my soul's true love, I, I think of that song, that uh, old hymn. Jesus, lover of my soul, let me to my, thy bosom fly. And um, while the nearest, dearest waters roll uh, and the tempest still is high, I just want to search for you. I want to love you. I want to be with you. Okay? And then uh, she says this, And then I encountered the overseers as they encircled the city. So I asked them, Have you found him, my heart's true love? And just as I moved past them, I encountered him. Wow, I found the one I adore. I caught him and fastened myself to him, refusing to be feeble in my heart again. Now I will bring him back to the temple within, where I was given new birth into my innermost parts, the place of my conceiving. Um, I want to go here and and spend some time in this. Um, You know, it's like, it's like this. She she she's looking for him and she's going to go through every street. And then she says, uh, then I encountered the overseers as they encircled the city. And here is a picture of the of, of, of church leadership. 
And, and I want to go here because it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. Okay, and, um, and, and this is not the rule. It's the exception to the rule. It may happen a lot, but it's the exception to the rule. And that is, um, you know, they have these overseers that, that kind of, they're there for protection. They're there to watch over. They're there to guide. Okay, it's a picture of, of, of the leadership, church leadership. And uh, the city is a picture of the church. And, um, and so the, these are the church leadership. And a lot of times when you look to them only, what happens is things happen. These are human beings that love God and are really going after him. But what happens is sometimes the power gets too great for them. Sometimes the power overwhelms them. The, the authority overwhelms them. Uh, there was a book not too long ago written by John Bevere, and um, that book was called Undercover. It's, it's about uh, coming under the cover of, of, of your pastor, of the church leadership, um, and just staying under that cover. And it's a really good book. I do not recommend the book for pastors. I believe it's for the congregation. When you have godly leadership, it's really easy to, to come under that cover. It's the same thing with a good husband. You know, it's, it's really easy to come under his cover if he's loving you and, 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 and protecting you and bringing you to places that are uh, very, very, very um, deep in Jesus. Okay. It's really simple. However, it doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes church leadership gets, gets empowered by the power and by the authority that they have. And, um, and, and, and there is church abuse, no doubt. There are pastoral abuses. There is manipulation. There is uh, narcissism, if I can say that. It's not in every case. It's in some cases. Um, but a true believer, a true pastor, a true leader, a true evangelist, a true apostle uh, will give you the tools not necessarily spoon feed you, but they'll give you the tools to get closer to the Lord. And those are the people that you can come under. We have really, really good leadership at the church that I attend. And, 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 the, and the main pastors are really, really good at nurturing you, uh, guiding you, praying for you, protecting you, and even, even keeping you accountable. They're really good at that. You know, but but understand that that uh, there are places where the pastor feels like he's in charge and you have to obey him. And um, and then if you don't obey him or, you know, he, he goes off on some doctrine that's not right. A lot of times what happens is that that brings the abuse uh, alive. It just makes the abuse alive. And then and then people run away from it and they walk away with this um, church. Um, manipulation. I have a friend um, that, that that had come for a short time. She came to visit. Hi, Susan. And uh, and, and and she came to visit, and um, you know, and then so she she ended up with this idea that the church was really abusive and that they were a monopoly. Um, and it was really it, it broke my heart because that's not what a true church is. You know, Jesus was never manipulative. Jesus was never um, abusive in his power and in his authority. But there are church leadership that is because they're insecure. Pastors are insecure. Evangelists are insecure. Prophets are insecure. Apostles are insecure. They don't need to be, but they are. 
You know, if you know, so and and there are people. You know, Paul talks about it in in, in the in the letters. I can't remember which letter offhand, but but there are people that come to you know our leadership only because they want the money. They 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 want to they want to be in the church so they don't have to pay the taxes. They 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 don't want to be. Uh, they want to be in the church and and get paid by the church because they want to stay home all day. There are people like that. I get it. I was in a couple of churches that that had that. And it's like, it's really, really hard. And they always put the pressure on you to perform. And that's where the, the, the performance mentality comes into you. But that's not the spirit of Christ. That's the spirit of the enemy. It's not the spirit of Christ. That's the, you know, that's the, if I can say it, that's the anti-anointing spirit that comes. It's it's like they abuse the the authority that they actually have they're abusive it's it's much like it's much like a political spirit only it's in the church you know absolute power corrupts absolutely you can ask a lot of the governors in 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 the country today that don't want to open up and don't want to allow churches to meet they are willing to break the law they're willing, you know, and, and even, you know, even a lot of these suggestions that were put out there, people have, have assumed that they have become law. You know, the only thing that aren't suggestions are the, are the commandments. Okay, we have the Ten Commandments, okay? And, and a lot of people have made them the Ten Suggestions. They're not, okay? The only commandment that Jesus held to was to love the Lord. It's part of the Shema, and and, it's, and and to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he said the whole law and the prophets are summed up in this: love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it: love your neighbor as you love yourself. Okay, so there's three parts here: loving the Lord your God, giving Him everything. You know, loving. Uh, loving your neighbor and loving yourself, and if you and if you miss in one of those, you're missing the gospel. Okay, accountability is important. Yes, and we need to be accountable. I get that, and and you need to have uh, spiritual authority over you. But the purpose of it is to draw you closer to the Lord. The purpose of them is not to is not to manipulate you or 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 or. Or, or narcissistically um, push you in a certain direction. Believe like me or else. You know, it's not like that. Anyway, then she encounters these overseers as they encircled the city. We'll talk more about that in a different chapter. And it says, so I asked them, have you found him, my heart's true love? <clears throat> and there's no response here. There's no response here by the, by the elders of the city, by the, by the um, overseers of this city. There's no response. They're like, you know, whatever. You know, you come to our church and you're gonna and you're gonna encounter God. <clears throat> and then just as I moved past them, I encountered him. And sometimes we as a congregation and we as people will will focus on the leadership. We have a lot of people that come here to my church and 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 and, and they really want to be, they want to shake hands with with the the famous leaders that we have here. I'm not saying that that's bad, it's just not right. 
You know, it's like just because you rub shoulders with somebody and and don't get me wrong. I love rubbing shoulders with the leadership. I love I love being a part. I love embracing them. I love holding them. I love saying hello. That's great. And and when they lay hands on you, whether whether through a pat on the back, a shake of the hands, they are imparting some of what they are into you and you get to encounter. I get that. But when you start having worship of these men and women. What happens is everything goes off path. Anyway, so she moves past them to encounter him. You've got to get past the, the star mentality, you know, the, the star gazing, and, and, and start getting into the Jesus gazing. And that's what she said. Well, just as she moved past them, she encountered him. Verse 4 of chapter 3 of Song of Songs. And I caught him and, my, and I fastened myself to him. It's like she grabbed the, the, the hem of uh, <clears throat> the, the, the hem and she just grabbed it. She grabbed the tassels off of his, off of his garment. And she says, I'm never going to let him go again. I'm, I'm refusing to be feeble in my heart again. I'm not going to be feeble. I'm not going to faint anymore. And then she says, now I will bring him. Now I will bring him back to the temple within where I was giving, given new birth into my innermost parts, the place of my conceiving. Do you realize when you give, he's, he's talking about the new birth here. He's talking about being born again. He's talking about being born again. I'll bring him back. Go and grab a hold of him. Bring him back. Sometimes you got to go back, if not physically, at least spiritually, to the place where you gave your heart to the Lord. You need to go back. It's like uh, John, the, 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 um, the revelator, comes out and he says, return to your first love. Jesus says, return to your, I have this against you. You have left your first love. Therefore, return. Come back to your first love. I remember that day that I gave my heart to Jesus. It was incredible. I mean, I'll get into it at some point. I don't have time here, but, but just know when, when I raised my hands to receive Jesus, I remember all the burdens were lifted. I felt as light as a feather. I felt like something turned on in my spirit, turned on, and I felt like my guilt was gone. My shame was gone. My sin was cleansed. And that's how it is with you. That's how it is with me. God loves us immensely and he loves us dearly. And he wants us to come back to that first love. You know, if, if your marriage is in trouble, you know, if your relationship with somebody is in trouble, go back to the day that you saw them and you had that gleam in your eyes for them. Go back there, wives. Go back there, husbands. Go back there, girls. Go back there, boys. Go back to that time when the love was 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 being birthed in your heart. I just love this. She says she found the one that she adored. She may have seen others, but she found the one that her heart was beating for. And she refused to be feeble in her heart again. And then she says, now I'll bring him back to the temple. The Bible says that you're, you are the temple. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. To bring him back to the temple. Bring him back into your spirit. Bring him back into your soul. 
that's the place where you were given new birth into the innermost parts, that womb, so to speak, where you were conceiving, where you first, uh, the, the place of your conceiving. Go back there. Where was that? I have to get there sometimes, man. I've got to get there. I've got to be in that continual place. I mean, this last two years or last year and a half of my, or actually the last year specifically of my life, where the, where, where, where the times that I've spent with him have been multiplying. They've been more powerful. They've been a joy. They've been grace. And just a place where I can be intimate with him again. I can just share my heart. I can be vulnerable. I can tell him how I feel about him. And he can tell me how he feels about me too. And he can tell you how he feels about you. He can look into your eyes and you can see the love. I was talking to some folks yesterday, tremendous people, and I asked them, Did, were you able to see Jesus when there were children? Were you able to see Jesus? Yes, I saw him. Oh, what was he wearing? He was wearing this garment. He had this white garment. What color were his eyes? Was he wearing sandals? You know, things like that. Very specific stuff. And God does this thing moment by moment and day by day, and he wants to do it for you. He's not the kind of person that goes away. He doesn't put a carrot out in front of you and, and, and make you go after an a, a uncatchable carrot. He says, if you seek me, you will find me. If you search for me with all your heart, go get him. Seek the Lord while he is approachable, while he may be found. And he's found, now you can find him because of the blood of Jesus, which gives us access. Because of the blood of Jesus, we can come boldly to the throne of grace. In fact, it's, it's almost a command. Psalm 27, 8, very familiar scripture. The Lord said, seek my face. And my soul cried out, Lord, your face I will seek. From your innermost being, let it burst out of you. From your innermost being, let it burst out of you. Today is your day, not tomorrow. Today is your day. Let it burst out of your innermost. He says that out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Out of your innermost being flows rivers of living water. These are days of hope. These are days of great joy. These are days of great mercy and grace. And God is pouring it out on you and he's pouring it out on me because this is the moment. This is not the time to cower. This is the time to go for it. This is the time. I'm saying this is the time, not tomorrow, not yesterday. Today is the day of your salvation. You can give your heart to the Lord today. It's really, really cool. If you don't know Jesus, today is your day. If you do know Jesus, today is your day. More. We just want more. We just want hope. We just want life. And, and, and a lot of people ask me about why I'm doing Song of Songs. You know, this is a very intimate book. It is an intimate book. But God wants to be intimate. He wants to show you what it's like to be a real husband. He wants to show you what it's like to be a, a real bride. This is what it's like where you are able to catch him and fasten yourself to him and don't let him go. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. It's like the woman that had that issue of blood. Don't leave me. She grabs the hem of his garment. 
She grabs the hem and she's healed. He says, he says, your faith has made you whole. I could go on and on here. I'm just passionate about this word. I'm passionate about this book. I mean, it's something that's been hidden from the church for years. And it's time to open it up because God loves you. God's not a bunch of rules and regulations. He's a God that's approachable and you got to go get him. Diligently seek after him because he loves you. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. But you must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And once you catch him, you're not going to find him in people. You're not going to find him in, in, in buildings. They may bring you there. They may, they, may, they, may, they may point the way. But they're not the ones that you put your trust in. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. I think that's Psalm 118. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. People will fail you. The male will fail you. Your stimulus check will fail you. The government will fail you. But Jesus never fails. His love never fails. Amen? Amen. Well, we're going to draw it to a close. I just want to sing a song. If that's okay, I'm not going to take my guitar out. I just really feel like I need to sing this song over you. Draw me close to you. Never let me go. I lay it all down again to hear you say that I'm your friend. You are my desire. No one else will do. And nothing else can take your place to feel the warmth of your embrace. Help me find a way Bring me back to you. You're all I want. You're all I've ever needed. You're all I want. I know you are Jesus, thank you. Yeah, you're in his presence right now. Stay there. Stay there today as long as you can. Stay there. And every, whenever you feel him not there, just ask him. I know you're here. Well, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. We'll pick this up again tomorrow. And just know that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Yeah, and he's doing exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that works in you. And his love thoughts toward you are more numerous than the sands on every shore. You are the apple of his eye. And he loves you. Well, God bless you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.